You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. In this reading by Russell Banks from his new novel, Lost Memory of Skin, we meet the main character, known only as The Kid, as he tries to go to the library. It isn't like The Kid is locally famous for doing a good or a bad thing, and even if people knew his real name, it wouldn't change how they treat him unless they looked it up online, which is not something he wants to encourage. He himself, like most of the men living under the causeway, is legally prohibited from going online. But nonetheless, one afternoon, biking back from work at the Mirador, he strolls into the branch library down on Regis Road like he has every legal right to be there. Banks based his novel on something he could see from his terrace. I live in South Florida. About four years ago, there were some news articles starting to come out that pointed to the existence of a colony of homeless convicted sex offenders living out of necessity under this tunnel causeway which crosses from the mainland to Miami Beach. And I could see it from my terrace of my apartment. There were at one point up to 100 of them. And they were there because of a regulation which had been passed that prohibited convicted sex offenders from living anywhere with within 2,500 feet of where children might gather, a schoolyard, a playground, or anything like that. Which meant basically they couldn't live anywhere in the city. Even though the kid lives under the causeway in a colony of homeless sex offenders, he doesn't seem like such a bad fellow. He's innocent and wry, uneducated and under-socialized. Eventually, he meets the professor, a shambling, morbidly obese academic who hopes to study homeless sex offenders and asks, who is the kid and what did he do to end up here? By the time we learn the kid's history, it's clear that the professor has his own secrets. He's a compartmentalized man, many lives and many identities, and they don't link up. And that provides his drama. Banks manages to turn the kid's story into an engaging and even compelling novel by employing precisely honed prose in the service of what could only be described as a social surrealism. He portrays people, landscape, and social conditions with a gritty sense of detail that puts the reader right on the ground. But he avoids giving his characters proper names. Instead, we get to know them by nicknames, and this unusual combination lends the whole reading experience a sheen of art archetype in fairy tale. Lost memory of skin is brighter than life, but no less real. I was trying to lift the story out of realism to some degree, not wholly, not totally. And I wanted to come down somewhere, at least in the middle, where fable starts to take over and archetypes start to emerge, but it's not locked into that. Banks believes his ability to create these archetypes derives from another form of art he pursued before he took to writing. I wanted to be a painter. You know, I could draw and I could paint and people complimented me for it and, and, uh, and I enjoyed it. It was great fun. It's led me to a, a kind of operating principle. Writing fiction is almost out-of-body travel. It's, it's an auditory and visual hallucination. I do literally see what I'm writing. Image and story make his work appealing to readers whose profession is creating a story with images. I think this has something to do with why filmmakers are attracted to my books. They read the book and they kind of see it. So, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it turns out most of the books are not easily adapted, <laughs> believe me, but partly because of the material, if nothing else. 
Readers will remember what they read, as if it had somehow happened to them. We can look at every human being we meet and think we know them, but when we experience their story in words, it is the language that makes the story real. For KUSP, I'm Rick Kleffel with Time to Read. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.